0: good, beautiful people. Oh my goodness. We are, what is January 10th already? Oh yeah, by the way, I just gave it away. Sometimes I do my episodes the day before, so don't judge me. But, um, you know, here we are, episode 19. 19 episodes in that is just crazy. And I thought for the 19th episode, you know what I mean, why not we do something special instead of just hearing my voice all the time. I decided to have a homie, a brother, a family member a dope individual Rudy Peen, on the scene. I could sit there and try to give all his accolades, but I'm not even trying to do that. So, Rudy, introduce yourself, talk to the people. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, man? appreciate
1: you having me here on your platform. Uh, You're definitely doing big things, man, so definitely want to give it back to yourself. Uh, appreciate you kind of reaching out to me and, you know, getting me in here.
0: Um, Oh, man, it's this absolute pleasure, man. But, you know what I mean? Like, the people want to know. Why are you here?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. So a little bit about myself and my background. So I've got my bachelor's degree in uh, business management. I have my master's in management and currently pursuing my Ph.D. in leadership at the um, Liberty University. Um, Been in the tax uh, credit repair space now for almost a decade. So, um, you know, as we spoke about, I just wanted to jump on here and educate some folks on taxes, a lot of money floating around due to the pandemic. So I uh, want to make sure that our people understand what's going on and have somebody to reach out to um, if they have any questions.
0: No, that's that's definitely what's up. I understand that especially, you know, I know a lot of listeners out there, they either messing with EIDL loans, PPP. Some people messing with unemployment and it's like you know you see the memes on twitter all the time like mm-hmm. you know this year when taxes is going to be done some people going <laughs> to jail some mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. this. so i think you know listen if you are into money and you know how to manage your money this is definite, definitely definitely the podcast for you especially this episode you know so let me ask you you know what i mean of all the things that you could have done cuz you know you you an athletic guy you could have done sports you seem really bright you could have done the doctor lawyer joint you know what i mean why is it why taxes
1: yeah man that's a good question i always get that Question a lot, especially with new clients, and um, you know it's one of those things where I was going to graduate with my bachelor's degree, and like most people, I was a broke college student trying to figure out what my next move was, and um, got a call from my oldest brother. I had about two months left in school. I was out in Boston, Mass, and he said, uh, I "Got an opportunity for you to manage a tax business," mm. and I said, um, "Why not?" You know, and That right there alone, I want to make sure you guys grasp that. Anytime you get opportunities, you see, I didn't go to school initially to get into the tax industry, but opportunity presented itself and I was open to it. You know, a lot of times, you know, because we don't know something initially, you know, an opportunity is presented to us, we say no. Um, For myself, you know, I I didn't let fear hold me back. Um, You know, I've always considered myself a type of person where I grasp things relatively quickly. And when I don't know something, Um, I take my time and I learn it. And, you know, long story short, you know, I graduated, moved back to Florida, and uh, within the next couple of weeks, you know, I was, you know, in tax school, (laughs) you Mm. know, and um, went up for a weekend up in Tampa and just hit the books hard, you know, took a hundred-question exam at the end of that weekend and you know, passed it, and just from there, um, you know, don't want to get into the ins and outs of, you know, how I went independent with that journey, Mm -hmm. but I just knew that when I first got into it, uh, it just made so much sense to me Mm -hmm. and um, I was fortunate enough to just fall in love with it and I couldn't let it go. So, you know, here I am almost 10 years later, still in it, growing the business, growing the brand and just helping tons of people out here right now and just adding value to people's life.
0: That's what's up. Now, now taxes is something that like every year you basically got to restart. Well, I don't want to say from scratch, but you're relearning a whole new set of codes. You're getting rid of the old stuff. So it's like how do you kind of keep up in an industry that's basically starting from zero every year? Yeah, man,
1: you're, you're actually 100 percent right. Hit it on the nail. I always tell people um, the tax law is one of those laws where every single year it changes. And every time we have a change in presidency, um, you know, Democratic or Republican you know, they always have opposite uh, spectrums of views when it comes to uh, taxation. And mm-hmm. that's why that's always the biggest thing um, when these guys are running uh, for office. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's either health care or it's going to be about taxes. Right. And um, so for me, it's just one of those things where the challenge of, of, of the tax law and the tax code is first, you got to find your niche. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you can't. You can't master it all. Yeah. So you got to focus on the clientele that you want to service and maximize that opportunity by learning as much as you can to help your clients. So for me, um, I, I, I've narrowed down my niche. Mm-hmm. I'm actually um, transitioning a little bit more uh, of my niche. Had a great um, opportunity landed in my lap a couple of days ago mm-hmm. about a potential um, acquisition of another firm. Ooh. And um, it's one of those things where, um, again, opportunity presented itself. And I just jumped on it. Right. You right. know. So, again, yeah, tax law does change. It's very important that especially if you have even a W-2 or a, a business that you get with a professional, Um, at least have that conversation with them um, and, and see how they can help you.
0: So. So let me ask you this, like, because for a, a bunch of us, you know, I mean, coming up, our, our parents are the ones who, you know, we dependents. So they really handle the tax thing. And, you know, especially in Caribbean cultures, money is not really something that's discussed. So we don't really know much until we're not a dependent anymore. We're thrown in the fire. So it's like, you know, for the 18-year-olds out there, the 20-year-olds out there, like, how how can they start preparing themselves to really start to understand how to maximize taxes for their own benefit?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny, you know, obviously I'm, I'm Haitian, so both my parents are Haitian, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you're 18, you're a man now. That's it. You know? <laughs> so and we've all heard that, you know, so you got to get out there and figure it out. Right. And, um, you know, I, I'm appreciative of having both parents in my life when I had them in my life. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, still good value in me. But at the same time, no matter what our parents teach us and how they raise us, uh, we've got to learn on our own. Right. You know, and, and if you can get somebody in your circle to put you in a position uh, for tax benefits, it's always great. So for me... You know, think about it this way. You mentioned dependents. So the tax law is this. You know, if you've got, you know, dependents and between the ages of 18 and 24, usually traditionally where people are in college. Yeah. So your parents can still claim you. But at the same time, you can if you have a little part time job, whether it's on campus or off campus, you can actually still file your own taxes Mm. and also get that education credit. Mm. So initially it's a great opportunity for you to learn taxes while you're in college. Right. You know, and the basics of it, you don't have to, you know, dive into it too deep. But a lot of times I get clients where, you know, they're not even claiming the education credit. Mm. You know, and I say, you're leaving 1000 to $1,500 on the table right. off rip. So um, I always encourage people to, um, if they say, hey, you know what, You know, my parents, you know, they got a guy already. They've been going to him for years. And, you know, I don't want to insult them. I say, hey, that's fine. You don't need to upset your parents. But I always give them the game and the forms that they need Mm. from financial aid to give it to their parents or um, give it to the tax guy that they're going through because there's no reason to be leaving that kind of money on the table. And I always jokingly say, you know, if I knew these things when I was in college, I was a late bloomer in this uh, there was times where, you know, a little $1,500 in, this, in, sure. in February is nice. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but yeah, man.
0: So, you know, it, it's it's interesting, like, you know, w- you know, growing up Haitian, especially in the church environment, there's just such a negative relationship when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when we're seeing people deal with money, there's a lot of mistrust. It's just why you have a lot of people who, you know, do the H&R Block thing mm-hmm. and Amscot or whatever. So, you know, talking to you, I feel like you the man, you a man of the people, And I know there's some listeners who maybe they may not be interested in money and they're about to get off. So we about to I I want you to tell them what is the difference between you and one of your franchises? Like, how are you taking care of the people more than the franchises are?
1: Yeah. And and, and that's a good question, because you got to think about it this way. I was always told, be careful. The dreams you have and who you tell it to, Hmm. because you go out there and you say, hey, look, I'm going to start. A T-shirt business. I'm gonna start a tax franchise. Um, I'm gonna start uh, any little side business that you want to start. If you tell it to the wrong person, the first thing you're gonna hear is, "Man, everybody does that." That's it. (laughs) You know. So initially, discouragement is gonna be there. So for me, it was one of those things where, okay, if I get into this space, how can I separate myself from competition? You know, um, company like myself, you know, we're considered the mom and pop shop of the industry, but at the same time, there's nothing these large firms can can do that I can't do, right. you know, and I pride myself in saying that, right. and I've established a brand where I can compete in my space. Um, but to answer your question, see, I'm year round. Mm-hmm. Um, I service clients in all fifty states, so I'm not just limited to just my local market. Yeah. And I made sure initially um, when I went fully independent in this, hundred um, percent owning my business, RCJ Multi Services, um, that I, I I got on a platform to where I can service clients nationwide. So. I already beat the H&R blocks, Liberty Tax, and Jackson Hewitts on that mm. only because I can service clients offline as well. So I don't have to be physically in the office right. for me to help a client. Um, I've leveraged, obviously, social media, Facebook ads, Instagram yeah. to reach people. But at the same time, you see, not a lot of companies that you go to you get the direct cell phone number of the person you're working mm. with. And my hours, you know, usually when it comes to the the bulk of the tax season, initially from right. January roughly to about June, I'm 6 a.m. to midnight. Let's go. You know, you're not going to get anybody like that. That's it. You know, h r Bot's is going to tell you drop off your taxes and we'll give you a call when we get a chance. Right. Um, I'm available to my clients very late, only because I service clients on um, the West Coast as well. Okay, okay. Okay. And I'm also well-versed in state taxes Ooh. as well. So... I'm here in Florida and obviously, you know, knock on wood, but I don't see Florida paying state taxes yet, so I don't see us transition to amen that. To that. <laughs> <laughs> so um you know, so federal taxes is 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 what a lot of people service and Um, But for me, I I do federal and state taxes. My hours are different. I'm year round. Mm -hmm. And you got a person that also does free audit assistance. So Mm -hmm. it's a situation to where, um, God forbid, for whatever reason, um, somebody were to get audited, that's the first thing they're they're fearful about. Right, Right. And what they do is they take that letter and toss it. And, and hope uh, they just forget about it, but you can't do that yeah, yeah. you know so I, I assist my clients in that as well and again that's a service
0: that other companies charge uh, thousands of dollars for. Mm. so so e- even for like the people who like let's say they've been using Fu Jean mm-hmm. you know to do their taxes everybody got a, a, a guy mm-hmm. and he does not mess their stuff up to mm-hmm. the point where IRS is sent him a bunch of stuff like you're basically letting people know like look, it don't matter how bad he messed your stuff up. like you can come to me right now. Hit me up on their website. And don't worry, everybody. We're going to give you the information. But you hit me up on the website, whether it be the number or, or social media, and you're able to kind of help them work all that mess out and clean them up moving forward.
1: Yes. So we'll do an amendment on the taxes. So, yeah. you know, obviously, God forbid somebody uh, put something on there to where they're trying to get you an additional credit mm-hmm. that you uh, don't qualify for, but they get you it. Yeah. And, you know, you fall into that 0001% audit. Um, we can assist you with that, amend those returns, but understand. Usually, when you're amending a return, especially a credit, yeah. um, you got to pay that back. Yeah, yeah. You know, so um, I, I have that coming to Jesus conversation with them initially. <laughs> uh, within five minutes of looking at a 1040 tax form um, from a client that needs an amendment, I, I see initially what the problem is, yeah. um, and I tell them. I say, I always jokingly say it. But it's true. You know, i I, I rather uh, owe student loans, uh, child support, That's it. Uh, uh, before I even owe the IRS. <laughs> right. uh, their their interest, their their, their fees are, are are something where I don't want that in anybody, yeah, you know. Yeah. And um, to segue is um, I'm also starting a funding company as well, mm. um, hopefully after the season, because I, I've realized that, you know, when I have clients that do get, you know, a, a refund check, that money's already spent. That's it. You know, yeah. and... As much as I encourage all my clients and and, and give them, you know, financial literacy um, as best as I can, whether it's year-round or um, when we're having our initial phone conversation, bills come up. Emergencies happen. You know, uh, kids go to college. Um, So in a pandemic like this, you can already take a look at, you know, parents' bills went up, light bills going up, Mm. food costs going up. Um, So it's one of those things where if I can... Add an additional service for my clients to give them an opportunity to get some type of funding right. knowing that their tax forms will get them qualified right right. you know right. so i'm definitely excited about that as well but correct we can do uh, amendments for all 50 states um don't be scared of it don't don't toss that uh, tax letter aside That's and it. you know let it just pile up you know get in contact with myself and we can definitely take a look at it
0: yeah but bet so you know what I mean? Let's let's segue a little bit. So mm-hmm. you you was telling me that now you're at a place where you have full ownership of your company, mm-hmm. and now you're actually about to merge or have another company come under you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? So I also know you know what I mean because we we family mm-hmm. that you you have a beautiful daughter, and now you have another child mm-hmm. coming up. So it's like. Listen, there's people out here who can't even function with just work and life. Mm-hmm. But you are a father, you are a husband, you are a business owner, a growing business owner. And if I'm not mistaken, you also working on your PhD, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, listen, the people, are, how, how, how are yeah. you doing all of this?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm only one guy, same 24 hours. <laughs> but, um, you know, so I, I was a student athlete, you know, growing up. So, all throughout, you know, high school and, and, and college, you know, I, I've always... Um, had to time manage, mm-hmm. and, and and shout out to all the student athletes out there. You guys don't get enough credit, um, or anybody that does extracurricular activities in school to, to to manage to graduate, but also master your craft and whatever you're doing. Right. And um, time management is very important, you know. Um, so for myself. You know, I'm fortunate enough to where I've always been a, a, a morning person, mm. you know, so uh, that that's tough for most people.
0: Wait, now I'm going to cut you off. Go ahead. Because, like, for example, I follow E.T., mm-hmm. and E.T. always be saying how he wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the thing that used to annoy me is I don't want to know what time you wake up. Mm-hmm. I want to know what time you go to sleep. Yeah. So I finally found out he be going to sleep at nine ten. Yeah. So you say you wake up at 6, right? Mm-hmm. What time do you go to sleep?
1: Well What well, yeah, that's, that's a loaded question because if I'm in the season, I'm I'm and, and I and I'm in there. I mean, I'm I'm up at midnight. I mean, I'm up till midnight. Yeah. So, um, but if I'm out of the season, uh, depending on kind of what my day looks like mm-hmm. and the structure of it, I'll probably be in bed about 10, ten ten thirty. Bet. You know. But um, like I said, I can go off. You know, four or five hours of sleep and fully function, and um, it, it's it's it, It's a rarity and I don't miss a beat if if I just get a few hours of sleep, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I encourage everybody to get sufficient amount of sleep and rest, but you know to you know back to your question, mm-hmm. you know how do I manage it um you know i'm 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 a person of routine, yeah, you know and, and I've always encouraged people to get in a, a great routine um the hardest part that people have with routines is is sticking to it, yeah, yeah. you know, um for myself, you know I'm you know. I work out a little bit, so you know I'm, I'm you know, no dad bod around here. So, <laughs> you
0: L- know, listen, if y'all yeah. can see this dude, he says he work out a little bit. He being modest, <laughs> he being far yeah, modest. Yeah,
1: so, so, so just, um, you know, I, I'm, you know, when it, when, it, when it's tax season, I'm I, I'm up early, you know, at, at four in the morning to be in the gym at six, get my two hours in, you know, come home, you know, my wife is up and, and she's got our daughter ready for uh for, for for daycare, so I will drop her off. And then from there I start my day. But the biggest thing is this your day doesn't start when you wake up. It starts before you go to sleep. Facts. You know? So get your day in order beforehand. Yeah. You know, so I'm a type of guy where again it, it's 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 a Haitian thing, but um you know, I'm 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 big on ironing. Yeah. You know, I don't know if people you know might laugh at that, but <laughs> I'm big at ironing my clothes and 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 keeping my my, my clothes dry clean. So, right. um, the night before, I'm 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 if, if if I have to go somewhere, which I'm always going somewhere, I've got my clothes pressed and ready to go. Dope. you know. So when I get back to the to the house from the gym, you know, I'm in the shower. You know, get out, get dressed, have my shake, and, and my day starting. Right. So, um, I encourage everybody to find their routine. Um, if you find a routine you won't miss a beat. Mm.
0: Now, do do you find yourself in all the things that you're doing, you know, do you find yourself sometimes wishing you had more time, you know, with the kids, more time with wifey?
1: Well, I mean, you know, family time is important, as you know, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's one of those things where uh, that's number one no matter what. Right. You know, I, I'm a go-getter. I'm, I'm always moving. I'm always lo- open to um, new ideas. But at the end of the day, you know, my why is my family. Yeah. You know, um, I'm appreciative of my wife to... Um, allow me the space to do mm-hmm. what I do, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I think, you know, not to get into you know relationship talks too much, and you know, be the love doctor over here. But, um, <laughs> you know, for for men and women, you know, if, if you're looking, you know, to get into the space of entrepreneurship and or, or looking to go independent, or you know, you've got a a full time gig and and, and and you're going to school, mm-hmm. um, your time is is limited, yeah. You know, so if you don't have that partner that's willing to support you yep. and and what you're doing, knowing that at the end of the day it's for us yeah, you know yeah. and if you don't have that um, it, it, it gets even harder so I just appreciate my wife for giving me the opportunity to just do what I do because she knows at the end of the day you know whatever you know resources
0: uh, or, or compensation that comes in it, you know she gets it, That's <laughs> it. you know you <laughs> can't can't say it clearer yeah. than that and, and and it's so interesting like you know e- even in my own stead you know what i mean doing the things that i do from producing etc cetera, etc cetera, it's like i realized and i've come to appreciate my wife even more because mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's right like yeah you in a crib but mm-hmm. now and it's not a gender role stereotype thing but mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about cooking mm-hmm. or, or or taking care of the house and making sure everything clean because shorty's just handling that mm-hmm. side mm-hmm. of it so it's like you're in that space to be in the zone. And it's a nice thing, man. You're you in the zone. You're doing your thing for a good three, four hours. Wife, you come in like, oh, yeah, well, here's something to eat. Mm-hmm. And now you don't even have to move. And mm-hmm. you still locked in. And, you know, I think sometimes we live in this culture where it's like me against the world. And I'm going to do everything by my own. But it's like, man, you know, when God says to you, he that found a wife, find it the good thing, the right partner, yo. It's, it's not even a person that just helps you, too. Like, I remember we was talking about that, too. When you're just sitting there looking at your wife, looking at your children, and you just want better for them sometimes more than you want better for yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's just like yeah man if it was me i still want nice things but because it's ya, it just takes that ground to a whole nother level oh man, man.
1: I, there, there's times where I, i'm waking up i'm, I'm human <laughs> so there's times where i'm waking up i'm like ah uh, am i gonna clock this day in or, mm. or, or, or let me get an extra hour of sleep you know and uh I, you know i've got a picture of 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 my daughter right there in the room and and i, I just you know i, I can't get up and, and and not give it my all mm. and, and come back home and look at her, you know. And you know, like I mentioned before, you know, potentially, you know, acquiring a, a, a business. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the point right now where I'm looking to scale what I've got. That's it. But um, this opportunity landed in my lap and all I could think of is, okay, I've got another one coming. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> you know, and, and, and it's, 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 it's going to be our first boy, mm. you know. So your first daughter's for – first one's a daughter and then second one's going to be, you know, my little man. Mm. And I'm just like, man, I know – uh, growing up, I was into sports, you know, yeah. and um, if he, you know, by the grace of God, wants to play sports like I did or gets into, you know, fitness or whatever it may be, right, right. you know, I want to have opportunity to wear, you know, if he wants a pair, of, you know, Nikes or whatever yeah, it may yeah, be, yeah. you know, I don't I don't want to stretch that dollar just mm-hmm. j- just for that. I want to give him everything he wants, you know, in reason, of course. Right, you right. know, I'm not going to spoil my kids, but at the same time, you know, if, if I work hard if I work hard, you know I want them to enjoy the
0: fruits of my labor. That's it. That's it. Yo, look, I'm at this point where it's like for every kid, it's a new business. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, that's, there you go. That's, so let me ask you this mm-hmm. now. You know, what I mean, you you who have have a you you manage money, you're dealing with money a lot. You see people who get tax returns and do good things. You see people who get tax returns and do bad things. I mean, you're doing people's taxes, so you see what people are doing with their money. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to especially minorities in this country, mm-hmm. a lot of people are attributing their economic status due to the system. Mm-hmm. And then you got other people on the other side who are saying it's not so much the system, it's you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask a very simple, loaded question, mm-hmm. but I want your take on it from you being able to see everybody's financial dirty, dirty laundry. And mm-hmm. that question would be is, why are people broke?
1: Yeah, man, that's a good question. Why are people broke? Well. Like time management, we got to manage our money. Right. I mean, I always tell people, uh, yeah, you know, broke is a mindset. But at the same time, if you're doing what, whatever amount of money you bring in, if you if your expenses are higher than what you bring in, you're always going to be broke. Right. If I'm making you know a million in, in gross revenue, but I'm spending two million, what, what, <laughs> you know, so so again, it's not the um, the specific dollar amount. Right. You know, so you can make thirty thousand dollars and budget that. You know, but if you're making 30 and you're spending 60, Mm. you know, or or, or you're trying to impress, you know, a potential female partner Mm -hmm. or a male partner, or you're trying to, you know, like they say, keep up with the Joneses. That's it. You're never going to win. Right. You know, so uh, money management is extremely important. I I don't think it's a specific dollar amount. um, And I can say that because of this and I won't get into my personal finances, but. You know, years ago, you know, when I was in college and um, you know working on campus, and I was working off campus on some um, basketball camps, I was fortunate enough to um, have an opportunity to do that. And um, I used to always say, "Man, if I can get a full time gig making X amount of dollars, I'm good." Right. You know, and and then you get to that point, and all of a sudden, okay, now I got student loans, now I got rent, now I got light. Mm -hmm. So I mean, all these bills start piling up. Yeah, yeah. So what I thought I needed. You know, when I was in college to survive, was it was it when I got to that position, it wasn't enough. Yeah. So when I started actually managing my money, focusing and finding a proper system that benefited me, but the number one thing is I wasn't worried about what everybody else was doing. Mm. You know? So if I'm if I'm getting a paycheck every week or every other week, and, you know, I, I, it, you know, Saturday comes and, and I'm going to church. But Friday, I got to spend, you know, 100 to 200 on an outfit. Right, right. I'm worried about the wrong things. That's, it you, that's you, it. you focus on an outfit before you tithes an offering. That's it. <laughs> you that's know, it. so I, I wasn't worried about the outside image. I knew what my ultimate plan was. So mm-hmm. I encourage everybody, you know, don't look at the dollar amount. Mm-hmm. You know, get your money in order. It's the biggest thing you have to do is this. Really, really, really simple. Take your total uh, net earnings, and, and your expenses, Right. you know, and figure out what you can cut off, mm. you know. If you got Netflix, do you need Hulu?
0: That's it. <laughs> That's you it. know,
1: you don't need it all. You know, pick a streaming service and, and stick to it. You don't need all of them. You know, you don't need HBO Max, Hulu, Netflix. Pick one. And on top of that, if your money is not in order, uh, that free time that you're putting on any streaming service or television Shouldn't go there. Right. You know, that's not putting any money in your pocket. Right, right. So get your money in order. And, and then from there, I always encourage people, get you a side hustle, mm. you know, both for tax purposes and also for bringing another revenue stream, you know, a- into your pocket.
0: But you know what? That right there. So since COVID happened, I have seen just an explosion of everybody being on this entrepreneurial tip because they just realized it don't matter what job you have, the right situation happens, you lose your job. So all of a sudden, people are starting to realize what you thought was job security ain't as secure as you thought it was. So, what is the advantage? Let's let's first talk in a practical sense of what is the advantage of having you know your own business, having an LLC, and then after that, let's go into why is it good in tax in tax related tax related.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I mean, the the, the benefit of, of of trying to get into a space where you have your own business, your own mm-hmm. LLC. Well, you control your money. Right. You know, so the biggest thing is you, you got to get over the fear. Right. You know, um, have conversations with people that are in situations that you want to be in that are positive. Right. So don't go out there blindly, you know, thinking that you're going to do it by yourself because you're not. You know, everything I've learned over the years ha- has been things where, you know, yes, self-taught, but self-taught with errors, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. but also I've, I've been fortunate enough to have some good mentors uh, to, to, to help me, you know, just a simple example of when I was going independent, you know, I had no idea what to do. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to confuse anybody, but, you know, getting my LLC, my EFIN, my P10, you know, getting a bank product for my tax, for my taxes, picking a software, um, you know, figuring out which bank to partner with, right. you know, a- as a business account, uh, for a business account, I didn't know what to do. Right. You know, but I, the person I initially got into business with I was fortunate enough to where he was willing to put me on mm. and, and, and and educate me, and now I can teach any and everybody how to do what I do. Duh, you know, but duh. I can give you the tools. But if your fear is holding you back, we just wasting time.
0: You know. So, so let me ask you this: Do you think a person even needs like, like, like for example, I'll tell people, mm. listen, it don't even matter what you do, or even if you haven't thought of what your business is going to be. Just open up an LLC and figure it out later. Do you do you kind of like agree? Like, listen, get it, and then figure out what it is, or are you kind of more like, look, know what you're gonna do, know what the purpose is, and kind of set it towards that?
1: Yeah, definitely, and I believe it's a, it's 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 a uh, it's a balance of both. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think anything in life is just congruent to one way. Yeah, I, I think everything has a has a balance on the spectrum. Um, so to your point, I would say, look, if you've got now, here's the thing: if you've been sitting on an idea for two years, mm-hmm. three years, four mm-hmm. years, and, and you're you're putting pen to paper and you haven't gone out there and executed and got into the marketplace, okay, you gotta move. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just gotta move. It's yeah. just what it is. Yeah. Um but at the same time, you know, the biggest thing about investment, the number one rule is, you know, never invest a dollar amount that you can't afford to lose, right, right. you know, and, and with yourself and what you do as far as in your space with um, the, the the trading and the, and the market, you understand that there, there's ups and downs in everything that Backs, you do. Yep. You know, you up, you could be up, you know, 10, 15, 20K, you know, uh, uh, in a blink of an eye, yep. and, then, and then you're down 30 the next day for yep. whatever reason, yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So, and again, I'm not saying that's your personal example, but I'm just saying in general, um, yes, if you're putting pen to paper for two, three years, Stop thinking and put action out there. Um, you'd be surprised uh, the opportunities that are out there for you once you get over your
0: fears. So, so, but you know what it is mm. like, and I know so many people, and even people are thinking about this. It's like the risk. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like okay. You know, I'm working this job and I got the security, I think, the mm-hmm. security, quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. But the risk, you know, I'm putting my name out there and, and everybody's telling me, get this this, this regular job that's secure. You know, no, don't start the business or everybody's in that space or I'm looking at people who are already dope at what they do. You know, one of the um, earliest episodes of my podcast, mm-hmm. I was saying how I almost hesitated because I seen other people doing it. And mm-hmm. it's funny because I think they only did like two episodes mm-hmm. and thanks to God I'm at 19. So that, there's these people that's like, Yo, I, I kind of want to jump into the space, whether it is taxes, money management, whatever business it is. And it's like, how do they get over the fear of the risk? Because yeah. everybody's saying the fear, but how? Yeah. Well, you. here's the thing.
1: You, the fear is always going to be there. Right. You know, but it's one of those things where you just have to do it. I mean, I, I can't put it plain and simple as that because you'd be surprised that what you think is a fear right. really isn't. You know, a lot of the times we put these things in our mind that we haven't experienced. Mm. You know, and then if you're going into anything with a negative thought process, well, how can that flourish? Mm. I mean, you've got to go positive in it. But at the same time, you've got to understand, in business, you, you, you're vulnerable. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're just out there. You know, and you can't be embarrassed about the product or service that you have, no matter what it is. Right. You right. know, if you if you're out there and you feel like you've got some special uh, cream product that can clear up your skin. And, and then you think, oh well, you know what? Everybody's got a proc like that. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Let me tell you how to get over your fear. Plain and simple, as a matter of fact. Go down a bread aisle. <laughs> at, at,
0: at,
1: at any place you shop at—Whole Foods, Publix, That's Walmart, Aldi—go down the bread aisle. Go down a cereal aisle. Mm. Okay, and see and see what competition That's, looks like. Yeah. All you have to do is write down not the big brands. Okay. Write, write down the small brands that you won't buy yeah. because you make good money yeah, you know so yeah, yeah. go down that aisle and, and, and pick the off brands mm-hmm. now go on Google and look at the revenue those off brands are bringing in mm. and then you'll get over your fear Ooh, that's,
0: wait wait <laughs> you just whoa I thought you was going somewhere else you went somewhere different. <laughs> You okay? I, one more time for the people. You said look up the off brand and then do what? Look up the off brands, mm-hmm. okay? So not the big brands that
1: we all know, but yeah. the off brands that we don't buy. Yeah, you know, we, yeah. the ones that we feel you know that you know the interstate, the ones at the inner city instead of Fruity it, Loops, yeah. Fruity O's, yeah, Fruity O's. You know, <laughs> yeah. So look at those brands, yeah, and then you go on Google, you know, and, or whatever search engine you know you you love to use. And, and look at that revenue stream, Ooh. you know, um, anything that's on a shelf yeah. is making a lot of money, still making money, you know? And so once you do that, you'll get over your fear, Yeah. You mm-hmm.
0: So, so let me ask you now, like, cause in the money field, you make a mistake. It ain't like if I'm playing in a concert and I play a bad note, I could kind of hide it, you know, it is what it is. But like you, if you make a mistake, that could be the difference between thousands of dollars or big issues. And I mean, it's safe to assume because we all human Mm -hmm. that in what you said, 10 years, Mm -hmm. your 10 year career, I'm pretty sure you've made your mistakes here and there. Mm -hmm. So how how did you get over those? Like, how did how did you not allow your hiccups and your mishaps to stop you and really discourage you? How did you get over that?
1: Yeah, Same way you do it when you make a, 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 a error when you're performing. Uh, I move on to the next key, <laughs> plain and simple, you I know, I, I'm not sitting on my failures, you know, um, as a matter of fact, you've got to learn from them, yeah, yeah. you know, and whether that's pacing yourself in your business, whether that's not bringing too much on yourself initially, Yeah, you know, at the same time, we, we, we have to set realistic goals in anything that we do. We have to set attainable goals to ourselves because, you know, the subconscious is going to always think if I didn't reach that goal, I failed. Yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, if you set a goal for a hundred thousand dollars and you make ninety, hmm. some people are gonna look at that as not a failure, you know. But if you look at it as a failure, that's sometimes okay. Right, right. But now you gotta find out what could you have done to get that extra take care? Right, right, right. You know, right. and and, and it's, it's it's personal management is so important. Mm. You know, that, that, that word management can be used in so many different aspects, whether it's finances, whether it's business, whether it's family. Right. Um, you And, and then I, I, I'm I a creature of, of habit and systems, yeah. you know. I, I put a system in place in my business to where the processes are, are, are simplified to where I can scale the business, mm. you know. So I always encourage anybody... You know, when you're looking to get into um, whatever space you want to get into, do it first. Yeah. Trials and errors are going to happen. Nothing is perfect. Yeah. You know, and then from there, what works, stick to it Mm. and then develop a system and stay consistent with that system. And you'd be surprised what's going to happen. You
0: know? So so let me ask you now, Mm -hmm. like, when you thought about, you know, where you wanted to be two years ago Mm -hmm. and you look at where you are now, are you like... Are things happening that's like wow? I didn't anticipate, or you kind of like, oh man, I'm still a little behind of where I wanted to be. Like in relation to what your own personal goals mm-hmm. are, where you feel like you at?
1: Well, so I've been. In the tax industry for for about a decade, yeah. Um, but I've been an account manager for for a staffing company at that same time. So um, again, you know, as, as we're talking about entrepreneurship and, and and business and finances, we got bills. Yeah, that's, you know? that's true. <laughs> so we're not saying leave your leave, leave your full time job tomorrow and right. go out there and do something. No, 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 no. See, you you, you got to have a plan. Yeah. So as an account manager, you know, I was fortunate enough to where. You know, it, it was a sales position mm-hmm. and I won't get into the details of the of the job duties, but I was fortunate enough to where I had a base pay and and, and some type of commission structure. Dope, dope. So I, I, I was making, you know, some pretty good money, six figures, yeah, you yeah. know, and but see, here's the thing. I wasn't going out there and, and, and trying to keep up with anybody. Mm. I, I, I had a vision. Yeah. So, you know, and within that time frame, you know, I got engaged, got married. You know, and, and I was fortunate enough to where, you know, all that, all those things I did, I, I paid for them out of pocket. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, Um I, I was able to take care of my student loans that I had. Cause I did graduate with, with, with student loan debt and, and I took care of that, That's awesome. um, paid off credit cards. So to to your point, am I where I want to be in my vision compared to two years ago? I'm not where I want to be, but I I'm where I should be, you know, because I don't want to take on too many things that will not give me enough time for my family Bad, you know, um, where I want to be now. It's, it's a good place Mm -hmm. for scaling and we're scaling really well. We're bringing on new partners and with this new opportunity that was presented to us, um, it's a situation to where the timing is right mm. and if I had too much going on yeah um I I probably wouldn't be able to get into that potential merger and just to give you guys a little uh, a glimpse on that two parts one it, it's gonna potentially be dealing with trust mm. you know secondly uh it, it's a it's an opportunity potentially to get a, a, a client base of 4 thousand clients. So if I had up. too much going on yeah and putting too much on my plate, yeah, yeah. I would have potentially missed this opportunity right. but also to now educate myself in in, in in trust management.
0: That's I mean, you know, just just getting the idea of it, it's like you just kept doing what you was doing and allowed yourself to be patient. You wasn't complacent mm-hmm. but you were patient not doing too much and then now when the big opportunity came I mean we're just about to be a game changer.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean it, it really is and I'm and I and I'm and I am blessed for this opportunity and even just having that conversation, you know, um w- one thing I'll say about the uh, about why we're here is this. If you haven't been on any Zoom calls in the last year, mm. you're behind. That's it. Okay? <laughs> um if you haven't been on any webinars for whatever reason, mm. you're behind. Yeah, yeah. You know, um if you haven't been on, on, on Skype, whatever type of platform where it's going to give you an opportunity to educate yourself on something, you're behind. Right. You know, so I, I had a great, you know, initial phone call with a, with, with a colleague of mine and then uh, introduced me to um, uh, uh, somebody that has a trust uh, business. She, she, she's a lawyer. And um, like I said, I won't get too much into it because it's, it's, it's in the beginning stages of it. Yeah. But, you see, here's what happened. You know, I have my systems in place. Yeah. And, and because I have my systems in place, this is going to be a smooth transition if it happens. And even if this big merger doesn't happen, um, she's got another opportunity right, for us right. that, she wants to service, that she wants us to service those clients. Mm-hmm. so, But because I have my system in place, because I have a full transparency in what I do, yeah.
0: uh, either way, it's going to be a great win for both parties. That's what's up. Listen, man, me and even all the listeners, we are here rooting for you. Now, we're going to take a pivot, right? Because we, I know there's some people out there like, man, you guys are talking about taxes and I got some like real legit tough tax questions, et cetera, et cetera. And so, you know, for all the entrepreneurs out there, you definitely got your fill, So you can't say we didn't take care of y'all, but we're going to get into the nitty and gritty of taxes. Yeah. So everybody's saying LLC. What actually is an LLC?
1: Yeah, an LLC, so it's a limited liability corporation. Really simple to do depending on what state you're in. We're fortunate enough where we're in Florida, so it only costs $150. Um, but what, initially what that does is just separates liability from you. It uh, doesn't mean you shouldn't get some type of, you know, insurance backing for whatever reason. Um, and, again, insurance backing, you know, for me, I have, like, errors in emissions mm-hmm. insurance. So, God forbid, you know, there was an error uh, on my part. Um, I've got insurance coverage to cover to cover that, but again, because I have certain systems in place, you know, knock on wood, we haven't dealt with that, so insurance hasn't gone up. Got but <laughs> but, um, yeah, so LLC is good because look at it this way, you know, and I think we spoke about this off air and, and, and a few times, you know, when we connected is that imagine if somebody had an LLC, two years old, mm. three years old, before the pandemic, mm. you see, you wouldn't be sitting around went on a stimulus check mm. <laughs> you're not because <laughs> they, they 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 got twenty five thousand floating around for you for eidl that's it 30 year long term 3.75 percent interest rate okay let me tell you what that means if banks were offering that just period not a pandemic but offering that all together everybody would be in, in in business for themselves because you go to a bank any traditional bank you go to, even the credit union, yeah. you go and you apply for for some type of loan, personal or business. Okay, you're gonna have a limited time frame to pay that loan off. You know, maybe eight, seven years. Yeah. And on top of that, you're gonna have a eight, nine, ten Oof. plus percent interest rate. Anything double digit interest rate, yeah, yeah, you're in trouble. Mm. Okay. So, and then again, the time is limited to pay it off. Right. You know, seven to eight years, maybe yeah, ten. Yeah, yeah. Where SBA now is is, is giving a thirty year, three point seven five percent interest rate. If you have an LLC or some type of side business as a sole proprietor, see this this CARES Act. You know a lot of people missed the the big picture in it. You see that the hold up in rolling the money out wasn't for the businesses. Mm. Oh, they signed that immediately. Mm. Yeah, one, two, three. It, it, it was the little twelve hundred, the little six hundred. Ah. Right, right. Because our government doesn't want to give. The people money. That's it. They want to give infrastructures, businesses, Mm. small or big, opportunities to grow their brand. Because if you have a brand that's thriving, you're able to hire people. And that's why businesses get all the tax benefits. Mm. Because you're putting some skin in the game. And you're going out there and potentially growing a business. But you're also bringing on employees. And the way it looks like in economics is when you bring on employees okay, they now can put the money that they make back into the economy, whether it's buying a house, Yeah. okay, again, goes to the bank, Yeah. whether it's buying a car, financing, goes to the bank, uh, vacations, hotel stays, whatever it may be, um, retail, yeah, yeah, okay? So that's why all businesses, small or big, get the breaks when it comes to the government. So I encourage any and everybody,
0: get your LLC in order. Now, Now, you said... You mentioned the phrase sole proprietor. Mm-hmm. Now I know what that means, but I want you to explain it to the people. So for the ones out there that don't have an LLC, they would be basically labeled as a sole proprietor, right? Correct. So walk them through that.
1: Yeah, so a sole proprietor is really simple. Um, difference between that and a, and, and a um, LLC essentially is you do have all the liability though. Mm. Okay, so still same uh, tax benefits. IRS looks at you as a business, but at the same time you hold a lot li- of li- liability on yourself. Um, and that just means, you know, God forbid somebody walks into your establishment, they slip and fall, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, they can come after your personal stuff. Right. You know, where uh, LC you're protected by that. But, again, you know, if you've got a, a brick and mortar or... or some type of storefront or you're working in, in a space where you're dealing with people's, but you know, socials, income, yeah. uh, kids' information. Again, you know, I can be this guys return, and instead of putting a one, I put a two. Mm. You know, so again, errors and in admissions uh, insurance. But so sole proprietor is good if you don't want to spend the money on the LLC. But again, the LC is gonna benefit you in the liability of God forbid anything happens yeah. they, can, they can't come after your personal assets and you know we're, we live in so happy America <laughs> so <sure> lying. <laughs> everybody's looking for a case out here you That's know? It. So, so, so don't be one
0: <laughs> and, and, and so and so do you still get the same write-offs that you would as a sole proprietor
1: yeah so 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 you're a business uh-huh. so you're gonna you're, you're gonna get the benefits of, a, of, of write-offs and I always tell people it's so, a funny story. Uh, I'm kind of an old soul a little bit, but people might not even know this reference. But Seinfeld mm. had an episode where uh, Jerry and Kramer were talking about write-offs, and uh, uh, um, Kramer was like, "Yeah, it's a write-off," and Jerry was like, "You don't know what that is," but they do. They they mean the government. <laughs> but uh, you know, a write-off. And so so there's two parts. So there's a write-off, yeah. and there's credits. Yeah. Okay, so credits are dollar for dollar, and this, the easiest credit most people know is the EIC Earned Income Credit. Uh, for their kids, yeah. you know, so the you know thirty three hundred, thirty four hundred, that's floating around for 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 kids. That's a credit. That's dollar for dollar. Meaning, based on your filing status, uh, age of your dependent, the child, mm-hmm. um, you qualify for a um, dollar for dollar amount of credit. Right. Write-offs inversely. Is not dollar for dollar, so um, I won't get into the percentages of each of them. But essentially, what that means is, let's just say hypothetically, you know, your gross revenue, uh, but b- before expenses is hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Okay. Whatever it took to make that a hundred k to make that hundred k is a write off. So. Um, you know easy example you know let's just say you're a mobile business you know let's just say um, you know you cook food at your house but you deliver it to people's homes right. okay so the mileage can be a write-off depreciation of the vehicle could be a write-off obviously the food expenses are write- off for you but again let's just say you spend in the year you know on expenses you know thirty thousand right. dollars and that could be a, 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 a large spectrum whether it's advertisements uh, supplies, uh, whatever it may be, pots pans, for this example, um, but that thirty thousand um, that you spend as expenses, now what happens is it brings your tax liability down. So it takes you from a hundred k to seventy k. Right. Okay. So now you pay tax on that seventy k. So it's not dollar for dollar to where you spend thirty, the IRS is going to give you thirty. Right. It just brings your tax liability down, but so you pay tax on, tax on that. Instead of getting taxed
0: on a hundred, you getting taxed on seventy. Exactly.
1: Exactly. And then you know you 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 do want to report profit. At some point right. for your business, essentially, you know, your first couple of years, you may either just have a break even or some type of slight loss in your business. But again, that's OK. But you want to get uh, to a profit point because, you know, when we do get past this pandemic and these, you know, and so SBA has been around for, for for a very, very long time. It's just now in the light of mm. um, the pandemic right. that a lot of people know about it. So SBA is going to be around. Now, the terms might be different. Yeah compared to what's happening now. But again, my point to reporting profit on your business is that if you do want to get to a point where you want to scale, yeah, you know, and you want you need some type of funding backup to scale the business, you, you, you got to show you're making money for um, either an investor or a banker to loan you, you know, what you need to grow.
0: Yeah, I, I, I know a lot of and heard a lot of people who were in the habit of kind of always... Uh, showing that their business was at a loss mm-hmm. so that they didn't have to deal with heavy taxes. Mm-hmm. But then now when this opportunity came with the PPP and the EIDL loans and stuff mm-hmm. like that, if they used their actual real paperwork, they wasn't going to get a dime because yeah. they are profitable. Yeah,
1: exactly. No, no matter what, pandemic or not, you got to be making some type of dollar amount right, of profit right. um, to, for, for for any type of institution uh, to, to give you some type of money. So, um, And you want to get to that point now. Um, But again, it's natural that your first couple of years, it's a break-even point or a a, a business loss. And that's why I'm not encouraging anybody to just jump out there and leave your full-time gig. Because the power of VW2, if proper withholdings are on that, with a uh, self-employment filed, um, you know, it can put some money back in your pocket and you can now reinvest that money, you know. Your so so
0: so so you said W two. So mm-hmm. we always hear, you know, for a lot of people, the phrase W two and ten ninety nine. Yeah. What are those, and which one is better to get?
1: Yeah, good question. So um, a- again, depends on where you where you are in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's tough to answer which is better. Um, because I'm in taxes, you have more advantages of the tax code mm-hmm. as a ten ninety nine mm. compared to a W two employee. Right. Now again. You know, we have a new um, we have a new um, Democratic Party coming into office. Excuse me. So the tax codes might change, right. and it might now they might bring itemized deductions back. And again, I won't get into details with that. But essentially, a W two is a somebody that just works full time for an employer. Nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, a ten ninety nine is a is a self employed uh, contractor. Um, no taxes come out of the money they make. Mm. So if they make 50, 60, 70K, whatever dollar amount that's reported on their 1099, which is now going to be changed to uh, 1099 NEC, by the way. So for those of you mm. that may be a, a, a contractor, when you see a 1099 NEC form come the mail, uh, that's just going to replace 1099 miscellaneous, um, is the old one. Okay. MISC was the um, abbrevi- abbreviation for it. But. Um, you know for me like i said you know 1099 is 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 nice because you can get the tax write offs mm-hmm. as of now uh, compared to w2 where you just file that accordingly
0: so from my understanding it's like with the 1099 you are more in control of your own money whereas the mm-hmm. w2 they just telling you this is what you get in mm-hmm. this is what we did and deal with it
1: yeah so um an easy example of that is um if if you if you if you're a homeowner and um You've had somebody knock on your door trying to sell you uh, solar panel. Yeah. Yeah. So they get paid uh, commission, mm-hmm. and that's reported under um, on 1099. Uh, your Uber drivers, your Lyft, those guys are 1099. They're not W2 employees. Um, and also, now you mentioned earlier the you know the benefits of it. So I only you know spoke about the tax advantages of those two W2 and 1099. Now the advantage of that personally is that 1099. You're not considered an employee, so mm. you don't get benefits.
0: Mm. Okay, so those
1: solar panel guys, you know, those guys don't get benefits depending on how that company's structured. Right. Compared to a W 2 after a 90 day mark, um, you are eligible for benefits. Um, so that's a little bit, you know, the ah, difference. So the
0: 1099, that. no healthcare, no dental, you gotta figure out stuff on your own.
1: Yeah, but again, you, you, you can put that on your taxes. Ah!
0: <laughs> so, so, so what I'm hearing, 1099 is the move.
1: Yeah, it, it, it is. You know, it is, but again, don't forget. Um, if you have no credits, yeah. you can have a tax bill at the end of the year. Um, so like real estate agents, okay, those guys are 1099 um, employees, mm-hmm. not W-2. So mm-hmm. that's why they can you know, work with um, several uh, firms and also represent different houses you know, depending on what state they're licensed in. Right. But they are considered 1099. So, but again, they do a lot of driving. They do a lot of self-promotion right, for themselves. Right. The clothes, yeah, dry cleaning, exactly, all that. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly.
0: So, so I hear this phrase a lot. And, you know, as we continue, I've been seeing like this, uh, not to ostracize anybody, I've been seeing this like movement of black wealth. And, you know, you see on Instagram, a lot of guys are doing more financial education and stuff like that. And a phrase I keep hearing often is, Mm -hmm. if you do your tax planning early, Mm -hmm. when tax season comes, you got nothing to worry about. What is that? And how do I do it early? How do I even do it good?
1: Yeah, and, and that's just uh, planning. That's mm-hmm. all that is. So um, that's a good question because I actually just recently finished up my taxes. Well, I didn't follow anything, but I just finished up my, my, my business stuff, and... Um, the last uh, week in December, mm-hmm. just took a Sunday and just knocked it out. Yeah. But um, tax planning is, is for a lot of people that are going to have a tax bill. Yeah. So it's something called estimated taxes. And essentially what that is is if you're going to have a tax bill in the year, you can tax plan to pay that throughout the year. Mm. So imagine if you're a business, you're, you're reporting, you know, and don't quote me on numbers, but you're reporting, you know, 70K in, in, in revenue after expenses. You know, let's just say, for example, your tax bill, you know, for easy math, it's $4,000, yeah. okay? Now, do you want to come out of pocket initially and pay that or do you want to structure it to where every quarter you pay the IRS $1,000 mm, right. and then by the time the year is up in four quarters, yeah. you know, 1000 each quarter, then you have no tax bill. So that's, that's tax planning for people that um, are going to have a tax bill but want to understand what the picture is going to look like as they need the money now. Gotcha. Now, again, if you've got... You know, four thousand to pay up front to the IRS initially. That's fine, but if you tax plan the right way, why come out four thousand mm-hmm. when you can come out a thousand each quarter? And imagine the revenue stream you're bringing in throughout that year. Right, right. Um, now, inversely, for W two uh, people, there's not much tax plan that needs to go into it. But think about it this way: if you got a mortgage interest rate, okay, you want to make sure you write you you have that on your taxes. Um, if you've got dependents, you want to make sure that that paperwork is in order. If you've got any type of, um, well, if you do have a home-based business, which a lot of people are having now uh, by accident because yeah. you can actually, so a lot of people that work from home, that square footage that you used is a write-off. Right, right. So now, again, is that tax planning? Probably not, but have you ever done that before? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and a lot of people are working from home right now, and and they're going to receive that benefit so i encourage everybody those mortgage interest rates uh, those cell phones that you took personal calls in. Right, now right. you can actually add that on your taxes this year because of the pandemic so uh, tax planning is really again for uh people that are going to have a, a tax bill and they understand what that bill's going to be right um and, and they just prepare for it on the business side of things
0: so so you know i mean with everything you're saying it's like it's kind of like you've been building up to answer this this next question i'm about to ask you mm. And it's like, how does a person maximize their tax return? Well, it depends. As far as getting a refund?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, so the refunds are usually for people that um, are W-2s. Yeah. And, and, and that's okay. Um, number one thing is, you, initially, when you get hired at, at, at a um, position, uh, you fill out tons of HR paperwork. But yeah. the biggest paperwork you got to pay attention to, and I hope whoever's listening to this writes it down, is your W-4 Tax form, and essentially what that is is it's going to give whoever processes your payroll at your um, at your job how much taxes to take out every week mm, or biweekly. Okay, okay. Okay. So what that means is, let's just say you have no credits, meaning no kids, um, you know, no um, 1098E for interest rates paid on your student loans, mm-hmm. or 1098T out of pocket. Um, payment for school just simply w-2 single filer if your withholdings is wrong you can have a tax bill Mm. and you'd be shocked how many times i see that with people you know where they initially get hired not paying attention to their what they're putting down yeah and then they have a tax bill so um w-4 form is very very important Um, but to maximize the refund, you want to make sure your W-4 form is in order. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the biggest thing. And then on top of that, understanding what you qualify for still as a W-2 employee and then making sure all those credits, because credits are really nice because yeah. they're dollar for dollar. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you understand why you do or why you don't qualify for those full credits.
0: So 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 going into a little bit further into how the pandemic has been affecting everybody's mm-hmm. finances, right? We've got the PPP, the EIDL, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people have been trying to get unemployment. Mm-hmm. So, with all this money floating around, how does somebody manage their taxes if they've been capitalizing on these resources or these programs?
1: Yeah, that's, and that's a good question. So, for, for and this is a little segue for those that, that did qualify for those things the EIDL, the PPP, a little bit different. Um, now, Everything comes with rules and regulations, right. okay? And actually, I just recently saw that um, those that got PPP, by the way, um, can do two things. They can write out the expenses that they uh, use the money for, but, for forgiveness, Yeah. but now the IRS is also going to allow you to double dip Ooh. and put those expenses also on your taxes. Initially, they weren't going to do that. So what's crazy about that again guys like i mentioned earlier this cares act stuff and 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 this money that was given out they weren't worried about businesses Mm. the hold up was your 600 your 1200 dollars what they just did is they just gave businesses free money for Mm. ppp Mm. because now they're allowing you to get it forgiven almost if you do it by the letter of the rules 100 percent forgiveness not report that money as income on your taxes which is Crazy, literally. Meaning, <laughs> if somebody got ten, fifteen, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars in PPP, not EIDL, PPP that's a that's the, that's a forgivable loan. Yeah. They can get it forgiven with proper documentation of expenses. And then on top of that, whatever revenue they made, not PPP money, but revenue they made. Meaning, they got thirty thousand dollars. They invested that into their company, and they ended up making you know one hundred and fifty k because of that thirty thousand dollars. You don't report one hundred and eighty k. You report the 150K that you made, but all the expenses from that 30K you got, you can now use that. So that's essentially
0: free money for PPP. And, and I'm telling you guys, man, you know, I've talked about it again. This is exactly why you set up yourself an LLC. Oh, man. Because yeah. the pandemic what well, really got serious around March, April, and all the documentation was just asking people for stuff. If your business was set up before February, you had been straight. Correct. And there's just a lot of people who are sleeping on getting their business going, and you missed all these opportunities. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, one thing I try to explain to people when I had this conversation, you know, I had the, the honor of being able to talk to a millionaire. And one thing she Less. told me is, you don't, you never use your money to build a business. Mm-hmm. You use your money to take care of yourself. You use their money mm-hmm. to take care of you. And it's like, I'm seeing it again. Like, yeah, people tripping off the CARES Act, but every single time the contention has just been the people, but mm-hmm. the business is just getting laid out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. being taken care of. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? You know, it's it's been a, a wonderful honor just going through so much with you. I know you got even more. You know what I mean? Maybe we try to do it again for the people. But listen, if you out there, and you have taxes. And so that means I'm literally talking to every single person here. Because mm-hmm. whether you're a student, whether you are married, single, relationship, whatever it is, whether you just confused, you still got taxes to mm-hmm. pay. Listen, you guys already heard the man is knowledgeable. He's honest. He's good people. So, my bro, I want you to give your information. If it's two, three times clearly where they can link up with you, mm-hmm. where they can do their taxes with you. Let the people know the information so they can link.
1: Yeah, definitely. So as far as a good number for me, uh, 321 five four one five six seven nine again 321 541 5679. And if you got that number from this podcast, make sure when you call or text, because that number does get text, make sure you let me know that you got it from here. Um, so that way um, I'm working out something with, with a cell so that way we can take care of you guys a- a- in a different route. Now, we always take care of everybody, but I tell people to get a little special treatment. That's it, so that's make it. sure when you text or call, make sure you let me know where you got the number from. Tell them, cell sent you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then also for the website, RCJ tax and again rcj tax and you know feel free to follow us on social media at rcj uh, services on instagram and my personal instagram is at rudy Ten. 10 definitely a pleasure and an honor being on this platform appreciate you just you know having this in order um, and just reaching out to me and, you know, we, you know, got together both family men, both husband, both fathers of yep, kids yep. and just kind of took the time out and do this. So I appreciate the invite,
0: man. Almost deaf. And so one more word for the people, man, the entrepreneurs out there, the people trying to figure out their taxes, just leave them with a little nugget of advice from your life and experiences. We're about to close out.
1: Yeah, man. So the biggest thing that I think we covered a lot is fear. So for anyone Mm. that's worried about their taxes, may have a tax bill, may need an amendment, may be looking to get an LLC, uh, uh, something that we service, Um, whatever it may be that you're looking to do to take your life to the next level in 2021, get over that fear, um, and and just attack it. You know, and I saw mentioned earlier about you know the timing. You know, of this loan, they mentioned that if your business wasn't established before February, you don't qualify for it. So imagine, you know, coming, you know, coming into the new year last year and having telling yourself, you know what, this year I'm going to start my business. And then February hit and you didn't start your business. Mm. You just missed out on some money. That's it. So don't procrastinate. Don't be fearful. Go out there. Get in the marketplace. Get in the space. Get a mentor. and, 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 And you have everything it
0: takes to succeed no matter what. That's it, man. Listen, everybody, it has been super fun. Yeah, I know it's been a little longer than usual, but that's what happens when it's just more than my voice. (laughs) Listen, I hope you guys have gotten so much out of this. I know I definitely have. Please hit them up. Check out the information. I'll put the information in the description for the podcast, for the website, for the number. Get your tax games right. Get your businesses where it needs to be. Listen, it has been a pleasure. Episode 19, done. Rudy P, the tax wizard. We are out. self speaks. Love y'all.